Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Formula. This is our first episode reviewing the draft and some of these prospects. What we're going to do is we're going to go through our top five prospects at each position, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end, and uh, just you know share our thoughts, uh, maybe some player comps. Uh, we'll be doing a few draft episodes, you know, as always, as it gets closer, we'll do our draft bets, which is, you know, our favorite one. Um, but we'll also probably be doing a mock draft here, at least through the first rounds, uh, through the first round in one of these upcoming episodes. Um, You guys ready? Anything? I mean, I guess this is our first episode after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, this is where Super Bowls are won. It's it's the offseason, winning the draft. So, uh, you know, equally as important. It might be not as fun as watching football, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's time to study, get all those scouting reports put together and uh, really play out the true analyst of our job here. <laughs> it's um, exciting if you have a top five pick. Very. How yeah. excited are you, Corey? What, what do you want to do before we dive in? Let's hear what the Colts fan and uh, we got the Bears, Colts and Bears here. So we got one and four here. What what are we hoping the uh, offseason looks like here? Well, one, let's let's draft a quarterback. That's probably the number one thing we have to do here. You don't want to go for Lamar? No. All right. Nope. Don't want to don't want to trade for anyone. Been been uh, been down that route the last five years. We're we're good. Just start over and start building from scratch. <laughs> Build the franchise. I like it. Any quarterback in particular? I mean, we can get into it if you want to go into it right now. Well, here, what what we'll do is let Alex say what he wants the Bears to do, and then you just tell us which quarterback you, you hope kick it off. Craft you got the honors. One. So, Alex. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm hoping the Bears obviously trade out of the number one. Hopefully, still within range of getting one of those Georgia guys and. I think that's a, exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, I think so too. I actually think the Colts are going to trade with them for the I number agree. one. And then I think that they'll have both Georgia guys there, either of which I'd be happy with. Um, but uh, yeah, just trying to get a bunch of draft picks. I think that this quarterback class isn't as strong as next year's, but I still think there's enough teams that need a quarterback and are going to offer a king's ransom for it for that number one pick so i'm i'm excited it's probably the most excited offseason i've been or have had as a bears fan in quite some time we guys got an absolute bag in salary cap space yep, yeah that too it's like on almost 100 that. million yeah. busy offseason for the bears for sure yeah go um, pick up saquon <laughs> maybe all right so we'll let <laughs> what we're gonna do is we'll start at our you guys want to start at our number five and move up or just start at number one and move down? Start at the top. Yeah. yeah. I okay. We, I think we got a lot of uh, different picks here. So, yeah. Yeah. We, okay. So we'll have Corey start us off um, with his favorite quarterback of the draft and who he yeah. wants the goals to draft. Well, not, no, sorry. This isn't favorite. I get, we're going by ranking like talent, like who we think, is going to succeed in the NFL or or best best draft pick. That's what we're going off of in these rankings. The best pick in in the draft. So, who do you think the best quarterback is in the draft to pick? Um, I think the most well rounded quarterback is going to be Bryce Young. Um, I understand his size is what everyone's talking about, 
I mean, it is what it is. You can't change that. You can't change. I mean, he can't, he can do nothing about it, but what he can do is be a really good quarterback. And that's what exactly what he was at Alabama. Um, in the past, I would say Alabama quarterbacks, quarterbacks have failed in the NFL, but now with this pro style offense that they do run, uh, we've seen the likes, you know, of, I mean, I'll, I'll throw two in there. I'll throw in, you know, Jalen hurts for the time he was there. Um, you know, they, they become system quarterbacks and, you know, have produced. And I think young with the, you know, the offense that they had and the wide receiver weapons weren't the greatest that they've been at Alabama. And he still had an ex- very good season. Yeah. Um, probably should have been the, you know, in the, uh, the championship game there, but it is what it is. They lost a couple of games, but again, we, we, you know, we knew that this wasn't the best Alabama team that they've had. Um, I, I, he just he has the highest, I, you know, Q, QBIQ, and um, I, I think he's the best one on the board. Okay, who who wants to go next? I mean, I respect. Oh, Corey, the, I forgot to ask: Is this who you want the Colts to draft? Obviously, then. Yeah, I mean, he's the best out of the bunch. I think, okay. in terms of ready to play right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think he gives you the best chance to win Week One for sure. Um, as a Browns fan, I've just been burned way too many times against the the shifty small quarterbacks who thrived in college and didn't ever translate to the NFL. Examples being Johnny Money Manziel and uh, Baker Mayfield. You know, two Heisman winners had amazing college careers and just couldn't find their feet in the NFL. So. For me, I'm just kind of steering away from from those more athletic quarterbacks. What I like to look for here is accuracy and decision making. I think that's ultimately what makes a great NFL quarterback. And you don't always need the, you know, shifty athletic ability. I think it's a big plus to have. But we saw Brock Purdy, uh, you know, last year thrive. He's a good decision maker. He could get the ball where he needs to go. And ultimately, he found success. I think, you know, he was in an easy system for him. But for that reason, I'm going with C.J. Stroud, one of the uh, most accurate passers in this class. The thing that I loved most about him is I love looking at the big pressure moments. His best game, his best graded game in college was against Georgia, one of the best defenses in college football, in the college football playoffs. So biggest stage best defense and the kid came out and performed that's what i want to see uh you know when i'm looking at my future franchise guy going in the next level so for me stroud's going to be my number one and uh you know we we're starting to see some ohio state quarterbacks finally succeed in the nfl shout out to justin fields i'm excited to see what he does in his career so sticking with the buckeyes here to go with the best quarterback in the draft I'll uh, I'll piggyback off that, Nick, because I agree with you. I think C.J. Stroud's the best prospect in this draft, quarterback wise. Uh, you pretty much you nailed nailed all the points here. Uh, accuracy at all three levels of the field, great decision making, and he's got that pro build. You know, he's six three, two twenty. Um, had the best EPA per play in pocket passing in college. Uh, very low sack rate as well. I know he doesn't run a ton, but um, he's also not getting hit a ton. The number one and number three QBR in college in his past two years. And like you said, his best and biggest performance were when the lights were the brightest. Uh, 23 of 34 for 350 yards and four touchdowns on no interceptions against the best defense in the country. Um, 
just it's tagging a stat off that line. <laughs> yeah, just tagging off that a little like a, a pro comparison guy I'd compare him to in the NFL right now is is like a Dak Prescott. I think he's a guy who can run when he needs to. Um and is also kind of like a, a bigger pocket passer that um I think's got a pretty high ceiling here. All right. All right, PB, you're scoffing at us. So who do you like first? I mean, it's it's gotta be Anthony Richardson for me. He he has the most upside of every quarterback in this class. And I don't think anyone would really deny that it's more about people deciding like, Oh, who's, who's just pro ready right now. But that's not what I'm looking for when I'm trying to draft a quarterback in the, in a league that's full of just absolute stars. Like you could like, I'll get into uh, Bryce young in a little bit, but like, to me, this is the guy that you're going and you're shooting for the stars here to try to compete and win a Super Bowl. The dude is built like a linebacker and and runs like as fast as a wide receiver. His arm strength is better than every quarterback in this class. The dude, I, I like he, the, some of his weaknesses are things that can be developed developed at the next level, like you know his pre snap recognition and things like that. I think those things are is what's going to be developed. And I think this is the guy that you're, you're wanting uh, in this draft class. I love, I love how you're all over all of that. And yet you hate on Justin Fields every single week. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> Expl- you- explain. So, so how, how does, how does Richardson's running ability at quarterback compare to Justin Fields? I think uh, Anthony Richardson is just on par with Fields, but he can be a way more electric passer. Fields is an atrocious passer. He cannot throw the ball. I know he hasn't had weapons, but that doesn't mean he hasn't, he hasn't shown anything. Richardson had no weapons in college. Uh, He did what with that? Yeah. (laughs) Have you seen his, like his fucking stat line, dude? Like they're so bad. Listen, all of these, this is a very weak quarterback class in my opinion. I thought last year's class was weaker, but I think this is also a very weak class. And when you're when you're shooting for a quarterback, one you have to just be right that they succeed at the next level. A lot of these guys could just like like I thought Malik Willis last year was the guy to get just because I thought they were all bad. They've all shown to be bad so far, but the one guy that could maybe show a flash and and have success at the next level because of their upside with what Malik offers with his legs. I thought he was the best pick, but so far it's like none like you may as well not have drafted a quarterback last year. Like, but you always shoot for upside, in my opinion. And Richardson has all of the upside. It is funny that you you two trash Justin Fields every single week. No way, he's been bad. No, he was pretty good last year with being elected. The Bears had the worst record in the league, and they um, um, believe that the worst the offensive worst line and the worst receiving core. They did not have the okay. worst offensive the, line. The greatest thing not. about Justin Fields, his number one asset, is his ability to be a conservative passer and be picky. So he's not going to throw he's a bunch not. of he, interceptions. He makes this terrible so everyone was you're saying, but you're saying that this is stuff that Anthony Richardson can develop in the league. Yeah. Like he's had passing issues in college against way worse talent. But he's also Justin Fields has only had elite weapons his whole career. That's why Ohio State quarterbacks have never panned out. And I'll get to Stroud, who's way down my list. 
Ohio State name an Ohio State quarterback that's ever had success in the league. There's name a Florida quarterback that's ever had success in the league. Chris Leak, come on, give him some credit. <laughs> Tim, Tim Tebow for a year, <laughs> but like, come on, what are we talking about here, trying, dude? Yeah, you you are you the are other th- I, like the I said. Other thing every, with Richardson, I don't like. I'm not high. I'm not saying I'm not saying out here saying like when I said Joe Burrow will be a stud or Trevor Lawrence will be a stud. I'm saying I don't I don't like any of these quarterbacks a lot. But Richardson is the best pick, and I have him ranked number one because of his he's he's an athletic freak. The dude is he has the best arm strength. He's the fastest. He's the most electric runner than all of these guys. The other problem I have with Richardson uh, and why I don't have him ranked one or two is he's gonna if he gets drafted that high, he's going to a team where he's gonna need to start immediately, and he's not ready to do that. He's not like these teams that are. These teams that are drafting this high and drafting a quarterback no. in the oh. top five, top ten, like, like the Seahawks, drafting this high and drafting a quarterback. Whoa, top five, top ten, like the Seahawks. What? You're you're a little laggy over there, PB. <laughs> no, that's good. You don't have to listen to his stupid take. No. Wait. All right. Am I good now? Number two. <laughs> am I good now? Yeah, yeah, you're good. I mean. I do have Richardson. I, I agree with you, PB, that it's not the strongest QB class. I think there's a lot of other positions, but when you look at this too, I think some of my later picks is more representative of the value you get. You're going to have to spend a first round pick on Richardson and he's quite the gamble. So I, I yeah. get why people knock him. Yeah, no, I mean, you have him ranked number two. So I'm, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think there's a ton of good. QBs here. I mean, I think Agreed. he could go a lot of directions, but I think, you know, he could be, a, you know, a good athletic guy in the right system, but. Well, so okay. all about upside to me, like, I'm again, I'm not, I'm not out here. I'm not taking stands on any of these quarterbacks this year. Yeah. I think he's probably like a Tyler Huntley at best. What? Yeah. Then you wouldn't have him ranked number two. What are you I'm not very confident in the field. Guys. He does compared to the rest of the field is what he's saying. Yeah. Well, that means, I mean, I then I would have Bryce. If you thought Tyler Huntley was Richardson's ceiling, you should have Bryce Young way higher than Richardson because Bryce Young will be better than Tyler Huntley. I don't think he's going to pan out, but, but that's just me. Okay. Well, all right. Well, it's, well, we have a lot of positions to get here. Yeah, we, we do. Just, I know quarterback is always the one that, you know, gets people going the most, though. So. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, you have people out here talking like, nonsense but that's okay um yeah yeah, so i have shout at two um again i think for his physical attributes um he's the typical size for a quarterback um would i be upset if the cold traps him no yes (laughs) you should be very upset (laughs) oh boy pb here we go (laughs) but my only knock on him is he you know obviously had a really good game against georgia I mean, if you go back and look at his game against what was Wisconsin, where he absolutely fell flat on his face, yeah. and he has and he has the weapons there. I mean, by far the most talented receiving, receiving core. He has the weapons. By far the most talented receiving. PB, you got an echo going with that lag. So, so that's why I have Shroud at. I have Shroud at too, just because um, I think he he'll probably be. You know, I think he'll be okay as an NFL, and um, we'll just see how he can convert to not throwing to top five picks um, and playing against obviously stronger, um, you know, defenses in the NFL. And, you know, that's why 
I don't know. I him and I think him and Young can be inter- interchangeable uh, for one and two. So, but that's I just like Young a little bit more as with the higher QB uh, IQ. Yeah, I, I agree with you on the interchangeability here. Um, Bryce Young's my number two guy. Uh, he was, I mean, he was elite at Bama. There's no question about it. And as you mentioned, Corey, the weapons that they had this year are not what they had in you know past three to four years on the outside for sure. Um, he's the most pro ready guy, 100%. Again, it's, it's going to be a matter of, can he stay healthy? Can he take hits from the next level of guys? Um, was it in that, it was in that TCU game that he didn't get banged up in the first half or something. He had to sit for a little bit of it. Anyways, again, the size is, is really the only knock that anyone has on him. Everything else is there in terms of being pro ready. I just think that you're gambling on him being able to take hits at the next level. And that's, that's a little bit scary. Yeah. Um, But again, everything else, decision-making pocket presence, playmaking accuracy, you know, he's got it all. So um, would not be shocked to see him have a very solid career. I just think it's a matter of staying healthy for him. Yeah. Okay. The one thing before about his size that I failed to mention in previous, and I'll just mention really quick mm-hmm. um, with the way the NFL is geared now to protecting quarterbacks. Good point. You're not seeing as many big hits on the court. I mean, obviously they still happen. It's, it's football, like big hits happen. So you don't see him as much um, and he's point. not really a huge running quarterback. So he's not taking the extra hits on the sideline um, or at his ankles or knees when he's running like a Lamar Jackson or, you know, just any mobile quarterback. Yeah. Um, so that's the only reason why, you know, size, it is what it is. And, you know, Drew, Drew Brees was small and he played in the era where, you know, Bounty yeah. Gate was a, was a foot and, you know, he won a Super Bowl and everyone said he can't see over an offensive line and he did pretty well. So, yeah. Russ too. Another Russ guy who's too. fairly undersized. Yep. Um, no, that's a good point. Um, the rules are definitely in favor of the QBs. Mm-hmm. For me, my second quarterback is Levis. I I think, again, my philosophy for drafting quarterbacks is all about upside. And this dude played with and, – and I, you know, when I first like her, I was like, oh, who's this guy? And I originally had Young ahead of him just in the ranks, but I switched this around because, like, this dude actually has some decent upside. When it – like – Richardson and I would say Levis are the only two quarterbacks that I would just even want my team to draft in this class. The rest I don't even, I wouldn't want this dude played with turf toe most of the season and still had a 90.6 overall grade against, you know, sec competition. He had over 5,000 yards, 40 and 40 touchdowns playing with this. He's a dual threat, which this league demands more and more of every year. Like you see guys that, you know, unless you're someone like Joe Burrow or so that isn't that mobile and just a, an incredible pocket passer, you know, you're, you're, and you know, Burrow has been to a Super Bowl, hasn't won one. I don't know. You're you, these dual threats are becoming more and more needed and demanded in this league. And uh, I think his, his biggest struggle was turnovers and like trying to do too much with the ball. But I mean, he played for Kentucky and like when you're like, whether you lose by like 40 or, you know, like the dude was trying to stay in game sometimes. And 
you know, sometimes taking some chances, turn the ball over. But yeah, this is a guy like if you're if you're sitting there as a Colt, you know, for me it's it's Richardson. It's definitely tier one, like by a good amount. But I think this Levis is the next guy that you'd want. Interesting take. I don't have him till QB five. I, I mean, Same. the one thing I did like about him, he his head coach was from the L.A. Rams. Uh, I think his name was Liam Liam Cohn. Uh, so he ran a familiar NFL offense, I think, so that at least playbook transition might be easier for him. That might give him a shot. Um, definitely battle-tested in the SEC, too. So, you know, and I, I have him there, but mostly. I think there was a lot better prospects um, to put him at th- two. So yeah. I have him at five. The only, the only thing, I mean, I, I don't I don't mind um, – Will Levis, as he's my next pick here at three, um, the one knock on him is what PB mentioned, he, he trying too much. I understand, you know, you're in college and you're trying to win games and whatever it might be. And like you said, if you lose by 40, if you lose by seven, still a loss. Um, but I think his decision-making needs to come a long way. Uh, I don't think he can read the field as well as you want for a pro-style quarterback right now. Obviously, that's something that can maybe – you know, transition into the NFL, but that's definitely a lot harder to do than just being like, Hey, I mean, the NFL game is extremely fast and it's nothing like college. Um, so obviously with him being mobile, um, you know, having like the mobility of like a Josh Allen and be able to get out on the outside and extend plays is what you kind of want to see. But, you know, the decision-making is reminds me of someone who we all true, truly love and Carl Wentz, um, it's just like trying to do too much and that can, I mean, that can hurt you. And like, I mean, I saw even with Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck was a prime example of doing that and trying to do way too much on each play. And it's like, dude, take a playoff. Like it's okay to punt. Um, I'm not comparing. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not comparing like more talented. Exactly. So, I mean, Levis has the arm strength. Um, He kind of reminds me of like a, like a Matthew Stafford mixed with a Carl Wentz. So I have him at three. Just electric on the ground than Carl Wentz. I I I I was comparing Carl his decision making to a Carl Wentz. Okay. All right. So you have him at three, Corey. Yeah. Yeah. At three, I've got uh, Anthony Richardson. Uh, We've already talked uh, at nauseum about him already. Um, Just would like to add that out of 123 eligible QBs in college this past year. He was 86th out of 123 in passing EPA and 111th out of 123 in on-target rate throws under nine yards. He also had four games with a completion percentage of under 50. So, I mean, yes, there's a ton of upside. Yes, he is built like a Clydesdale. He can run. He's a big dude. He's got arm strength. But the inconsistency, I think, is going to be his downfall. Um, and I think if he's, if he gets to a system like Seattle, or if he goes and he drops a little bit to a team where he can sit for a year or two, I think he has a much better career than getting drafted in a spot where he's got to start day one. Um, I think he's going to take a lot more time than CJ or Bryce young. Um, and so that's why I've got those two guys ahead of him. West coast teams better stay away from him. Well, and hit the short passes. Yeah. Well, 
My number three was uh, Bryce Young, but uh, I don't think we got to dive into him. So we'll move on to number four. Uh, no, this is my quarterback number three, which oh. is Bryce Young. And I definitely wanted to talk about him because this is the Go consensus ahead. number one uh, pick. And like, I know not with us, you know, besides Corey, like, Yes, he's the safest quarterback in this class. He is a guy that can immediately, right out the gate, take your franchise from a, maybe a losing one right into a winning franchise. He'll never win a Super Bowl. So you'll just be content with mediocrity for a long time, which is, I think, the worst thing you can do in this league. You just, you know, you, you're good enough to maybe make the playoffs or barely miss the playoffs every year. You don't have that great of draft picks every year, and you're just just living in mediocrity for a long time. That's what Bryce Young is. And, you know, he doesn't have the arm strength to succeed at the next level. He's undersized, like we talked about. Um, and, you know, we've seen guys like Brees and Russ obviously have success, but this is no Brees or Brees. Russ. Drew Brees? You're saying Brian Grease? Drew Brees. Uh, always breeze, 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 like a, a like a wind, like wind blowing. In he the was breeze. your franchise quarterback, and you can't. Oh God, well, he's saying right. breeze like breeze Hall. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Some, someone call his wife. I think he's stroking out. <laughs> always had an elite O line, and uh, and the shoulder issues for someone undersized. You know, getting banged up like that's could be an issue. Like at the quarterback position for. Uh, an undersized guy like him so I, I i'm sticking with young as three i think he's yeah the worst pick of the draft because he's using tons of draft capital and you're going to be in mediocrity for a long time worst pick of the draft is bryce young okay for hang on time out time out okay <laughs> for you to say he'll never win a super bowl is the most Correct. asinine content i've ever even why? laid my eyes on why do you think people are saying that about Brock Purdy or Jared Goff? Like some of these Tom random Brady. QBs that have gotten to Super Bowls? I, what? Getting this, this guy will never win a Super Bowl. What do you do when you draft a quarterback? What? What? You I, you draft a quarterback when you draft a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> tell, me, tell me what your purpose is to drafting a quarterback. What's your end goal? You're looking for a franchise quarterback. Yeah. No, no. What's your end goal? To win games I mean, and win a Super Bowl. Super- no matter who you're drafting, your end yeah, goal is I, to win a Super Bowl. For anyone. And Bryce Young will never win a Super Bowl. So why would you draft him? Because I would love to see this. Can you just give us all the future picks as well? Yeah. Okay, added? bring out the Magic like, 8 ball. Come on. Yeah, we need so how many? Bryce how many Young, is Anthony Richardson winning? None. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anthony Richardson is a guy that has the upside to win a Super Bowl. How and many? Has the downside to be just a complete dud. Like just right. com- let's not dance around this. How many? How many yeah. Super Bowls is Richardson winning? Yeah. I mean, if I'm just gonna guess, I'm gonna say zero. That's an easy pick. <laughs> what? what about Will Levis? Zero. <laughs> it's Lewis. Okay. <laughs> if you would have asked me the same question about Lawrence, I'd give Lawrence one. I'd give Joe Burrow one. Like I would have said one for those guys, but I'm saying zero for all of these guys because that's the most likely thing uh, outcome in my opinion. Well, sometimes things happen that are unexpected. That's why we love sports. And, well, uh, you know, I, I think a good draft strategy is also to maybe go for a late round guy. So my number four quarterback here is Hendon Hooker. Second the, round, late round? Yeah, I think he'll be a day two guy. 
Um, I love the value you're getting for the pick at QB. I think he's just as talented as a lot of these guys coming out of the SEC this year. And uh, he led one of the best offenses. They were ranked top five for a lot of the year. Just, I like guys that could lead a good explosive offense. He's a winner. He went out there. He's a gunslinger. He has some questions around his age and maybe some injury concerns, but for a late round pick, I think, I think you get a good value in him. Yeah. Hooker's my fourth as well. Uh, Won 58 touchdowns to five interceptions in his last two years in the SEC. Um, Again. Yeah. A guy, I, I think, I think you're better off if you have the take that PB does that none of these guys are on their way to winning a Super Bowl waiting till day two to draft a guy like Hendon Hooker who might be able to be a formidable backup for a couple of years, learn the system, and then get his opportunity. Okay. Uh Corey. Yeah, I have Richards in there. I mean, it is what it is. We spent he's athletic, sweet. Um he he can't he will have to sit behind a quarterback for two years. And the thing is you know GMs and owners are Owners pressure GMs to draft players, um, and then when they draft them, they want to use those new toys that they have. So um, it will be by probably by like week seven or eight, whatever team he's on, at which I'm I'm going to be thinking it's the Panthers. Um, Panthers are going to draft them, and they have Sam Darnold who who sucks, and they're going to be crappy. And they're like, hey, let's throw out Richardson and see how well he does, and it's going to ruin him. And and you know what? Then, you know, they'll stick with him for another year. They'll be like, okay, well, he has a year under his belt. He finished the season one and eight, whatever, going into year two and produce about the same and be like a Zach Wilson. And then um, win the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Well, maybe. How's <laughs> the upside for it? Maybe, yeah, maybe year three after, you know, he gets <laughs> over the, uh, the Zach Wilson comparisons because that's where he, I have him compared to not, not strictly based on his athletic abilities, based on all this hype that came out of nowhere uh based on strictly his attributes like okay we saw zach wilson throw the ball 85 yards on a dime during uh what the training not training camp during pro pro day day. and everyone fell in love with him it was like this is the next greatest thing doesn't matter if you throw the ball a fucking mile if you can't you know be able to read defenses and be able to complete short passes and move the ball down the field you'll not you will not have any success in the nfl so I'm not saying it's he's doomed to fail. I'm just saying like the NFL, there's not a lot of time for you to develop in the NFL before you're, you know, kicked to the curb. Yeah. Very rare. I mean, Jordan Love is probably the only quarterback right now that we've seen high prospect that's actually had time to sit in a fairly competent mm-hmm. offense. So excited to see what he does because that's kind of like an old – old school football mentality. It's like you get drafted, you wait four years behind one of these good QBs and then you, then you get your shot. Aaron Rodgers was the same way. So we'll see if we're kind of in the same sort of uh century as that running out of words here. I, I think teams are just <laughs> teams are realizing more and more like what the NFL is like. These quarterbacks are just absolute monsters. And they're looking at these guys like young, like Stroud, like Hooker, like these guys aren't doing anything. Like, all right, we'll take a shot with Richardson. Like that's their mindset right now because the, you got to compete. Like, I mean, no. Okay. Hang on before you keep, yes, you do have to be able to compete, 
but it's not like these guys who, you know, these GMs who are drafting these quarterbacks and taking a chance, especially if you're drafting someone in the top seven, like Richardson's probably going to go. You have so much pressure. Like you're not going to be able to see him develop as a quarterback. You're going to be out by year three because your team is not going to be where it needs to be. Like you can't that, you know, Oh, I think stations don't want to wait. Yeah. I think mindsets of the, the top guys, like the owners and they need to be more patient. I agree with that. Like these old heads in there that are just like, like you said, wanting to use their new toys immediately and see results just like immediately instead of having some more patience. Yeah. They need to switch their mindset too. Well, that's the thing you can do that with. You can't do that with a top seven draft pick in a quarter. I think Seattle, Seattle, is the perfect landing spot for Richardson. That's all. That's what I'll say. If I mean, Gino yeah. stays or if they have no one? I think it's better if Gino stays for at least one more, one or two more years. But I think Richardson, like, at least he goes to a team where he, like, for example, he goes to the Texans. That could be a rough first year. He goes to Seattle. He's got some weapons right off, right out of the gate. So at least it's a better situation. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think, like, if you're a GM taking Richardson top five, you're probably not a GM that's going to last very long because the opportunity cost there, and that's who you're reporting to the, the owners of these teams. That's what they care about. It's not about, Oh, did you get the best prospect? It's at what cost did you get that prospect? And that's how they're looking at this. It's business. And that's why there's no patience for this thing. Yeah. That's why I said they could have had, they could have had a top five player at another position who could have been a superstar. And yeah, but quarterback. Now, now you don't have a Pro Bowl guy who's selling a lot of jerseys, so you know you got to think about it from a lot of different angles than than just purely what QB can win me a Super Bowl. It's where are you drafting these guys, and and you know what are you giving up to get them. So, all right. Well, for me, it's Stroud at four. I just again, I've already said that the OSU no quarter good quarterbacks come from that school. It's always they always have elite weapons in college and then it doesn't translate at the next level. When he gets outside of the pocket, he just gets frazzled. And when he's going to be pressured at this next level in the NFL, is he's not going to last. He's he won't succeed. Okay. Fifth quarterback. We can run through these because we've talked about probably all all these guys, but yeah, I got Will Levis here. Uh, yeah, everyone's everyone's talking about him like he's got the tools. That's like the buzzword around this guy. And yeah, I mean he's he's got the right build. Um, has a, enough rushing upside for for where the league's trending. Um, I just think the inconsistency in decision making was extremely poor uh, while he was at Kentucky, and I. I just I don't see him doing a whole lot in the league. He's a guy who I I think becomes a perennial backup. Okay. Whoa. Um. Yeah, I'm going Tendon Hooker here. Um. You know, I was between him and the um. Uh, the kid from Stanford. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? Um. Oh my God, this sounds so bad now that I can't think of his name. Um. Stanford quarterback? Uh, Tanner McKee. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, I mean, he had a decent season at Stanford. You know, I mean, not anything spectacular. Uh, strictly just off his build in general. I mean, he's a 6'6 quarterback, um, so he has the build from. But the reason I went with, with Hendon Hooker is because, obviously, you know, he did play in the SEC, and he had a good season there. Um, he reminds me a lot of, in terms of, 
a quarterback who had really good success in college and then is maybe flaring out is he reminds me of Geno Smith. Um, Geno Smith was a absolute dog at West Virginia was so good. And he, I don't even know if he went, I think, I can't remember when the Jets took him, if it was in the first round or second round. I, I, I think he followed a day two. Did he follow day two? Yeah. So, so, so he just has that. I, I don't know why. I Every time I think of Hennon Hooker, I think of, you know, um, <laughs> why I think of him. But like the the age and the coming off the ACL injury, obviously the ACL injury is not as big as it used to be. Um, medicine has come a long way since then. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just can't see him being more than just a decent quarterback to a backup quarterback for his, his entire career. Okay. And I also agree with Corey Hendon Hooker. Like, I wish I didn't even have to make a top five because like Hendon Hooker, yeah, he will never be a successful starter. He'll be a backup dude's 25 major work in progress but doesn't have i don't think he has like the tools that levis and richardson has like that i I wish i didn't have to rank five because i wouldn't but uh that will so what we're gonna do that was our quarterback episode we're gonna break this into uh just positional categories um so this is our part one episode um for our positional rankings in the draft. Let's uh let's list down one through five for each of us. Just name. So I've got Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, Hendon Hooker, Will Levis. I have Young, Stroud, Levis, Richardson, Hooker. I have Anthony Richardson, Levis, Young, Stroud, and then Hooker. And I got Stroud, Richardson, Young, Hooker, and Lewis. Just kidding. It's Levis. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for our first episode of the 2023 football season. You know, this is draft season right now, but, you know, once that's done, we get into free agency, we'll go back into We're going to do a lot more fantasy football content this year, like throughout the summer leading up to the season. Um, so stick around for all that content.